Aloha, and welcome to my Messy Little Life podcast. This is episode 17, Mean Girl. Like just about everyone else on the planet, I have an inner critic. You know, that little voice inside your head, the one that's spiteful and cruel. Yeah, her. Always watching, always judging, nonstop. Everywhere I go, just waiting for me to screw something up. And she thinks she's being super helpful by protecting me from embarrassment, rejection, and shame. But instead, she just comes off as extremely rude. Mine has no filter. She's loud and bossy. She's unforgiving. And she doesn't miss a beat. For every little misstep, there she is, pointing it out, laughing at me, shoving it in my face, taunting me. Who do you think you are? You look ridiculous. Why are you doing that? People are going to laugh at you. Nobody cares about you. You'll never become anything. Why do you even bother? My inner critic is a mean girl. If I had to give her a persona, it would be Benny from Pretty in Pink. You know, the girlfriend of Blaine's rich friend, Steph. She's awful, super pretty, super popular, and a major bitch. Rolling her eyes and saying whatever's on her mind. Putting Molly Ringwald down just because. I mean, who talks to people that way? Making them feel small, making them doubt themselves, making them feel inferior. Who does that? Well, me, actually. Me, who can be so patient and kind to other people. Me, who can be thoughtful and supportive. Me, who can be so ugly and awful to myself. I've always had extremely high expectations. Failure has never been an option. I would require myself to be productive at all times, accomplishing as much as humanly possible at any given moment. I showed no sympathy. I had no tolerance for error. I rarely gave myself credit or praise. I only pointed out flaws. And when I made the tiniest mistake, I would roll my eyes, grit my teeth, and mumble, idiot, under my breath. I would never, by the way, call anyone else an idiot, even if they were acting like a complete idiot. I learned a few things about myself when I became a fitness instructor. I taught child-friendly classes that consisted mostly of my stay-at-home mom friends. I loved planning the workouts. I would make them challenging enough to push people, but not impossible enough to discourage anyone. I would modify for my beginners or anyone who needed to take it easy. I would hold babies and console crying toddlers so mommies could focus on themselves. I discovered that I was a great motivator. I would project my voice above the music. I had no idea I could be that loud. You've got this, I would shout. You're stronger than you know. Don't you dare give up. You can do this. You're almost there. You're doing great. Keep going. And in the back of my mind, I would wonder where all of this positivity and encouragement was for myself. Why was it so easy to see the potential and the value in someone else? 
If a friend were to come to me and tell me she was hurting or she had done something wrong, I would console her. I would tell her how amazing she is and that everybody struggles and makes mistakes. I would remind her that she's doing her very best. So why was it so hard to give myself the same grace? My inner critic has always been the loudest when I've doubted myself, when I felt vulnerable and unsure, when I felt overwhelmed. During breakups and bad parenting moments, during bad days and shit shows, during meltdowns and heartbreaks and fuck-ups. When I lost my husband, she had a field day, telling me I should have seen it coming and I should have done more, convincing me that it was my fault, accusing me of not paying attention and missing all the signs, telling me I didn't make him happy. I was going through the motions of daily life and trying to put on a brave face, but it was rough. Everybody kept telling me how strong I was, and I thought they were crazy. I felt like a mess. I felt like I had no clue what I was doing, and I felt like I was falling apart. About a year after he died, I kind of started to unravel. I was having panic attacks regularly and was feeling the weight of the world on me. I was so frustrated with myself. What's wrong with you? Why are you losing your shit? You need to get it together. You are such a mess. Why aren't you over this yet? I was sure I was doing it all wrong. I worried I would never move forward. And I made myself feel awful for the way I was handling my loss. The truth is, I hadn't even begun to grieve yet. I was pushing it away, burying it, avoiding it altogether. I decided to spend a year working on myself. It was long overdue, and I knew it was the only way I could heal and be present for my son. With loads of thought work, podcasts, therapy, meditation, self-help books, yoga, and my favorite, life coaching, I started to peel back the layers. It turns out, I really like who I am. There, I said it. But I grew up in a society that saw self-confidence as bitchiness and self-love as arrogance. The more vocal I started to become about my experiences, and I would hear myself tell these stories out loud about traumatic childhood events, gaslighting boyfriends, and my husband's suicide, the more I started to have empathy for myself, not pity, but compassion. I started to think, holy shit, I've been through a lot. No wonder I feel this way. No wonder I react to people and situations the way I do. No wonder I am the way I am. And that completely changed my relationship with myself. So I started making little changes. I started treating myself like I would my best friend. When I was driving, I would talk to myself. I would say things like, good job. I'm so proud of you. You're doing great. To be honest, it was hard to do it without laughing. Sometimes I would even get choked up. It was sad how unnatural it felt to show myself love and also how much I needed to hear it. It became easier and easier until finally it was second nature. I would just picture myself as a child 
or even think of my own child, innocent and naive, and say things like, it's okay, you can do it, I believe in you. Call me crazy, but it felt so much better than, good job, loser, I knew you would fuck this up. I think if you would have asked me years ago about my relationship with myself, I would have laughed at how woo-woo that sounds. But through my grief journey, I've gained so much love and respect for myself. Because of all the hard work I've done on myself, because of how I've conquered every hard situation that has come my way, and because of the courage I've had to recognize that whatever I was doing before wasn't serving me anymore, and it was time to try something new. It's not that I'm never mean to myself anymore. I still slip every now and then. I try to catch myself mid-sentence, like, you're such a person who's doing her best. And the word idiot still makes its way in there once in a while. But it actually breaks my heart a little bit to think about how mean I used to be. Because I'm a really good person who deserves good things. So why wouldn't I show myself love? I personally think that everything that comes out of my life coach's mouth is profound and life-changing. But one of my favorite phrases that she uses is, ask yourself what love would do. So whenever I'm being unkind to myself or the self-doubt starts creeping in, I try to think of what I need in that moment. I try to think of how I can support myself instead of shitting on myself for feeling the way I do. I try to figure out how I can show myself love. Love would speak to me in a gentle voice and show me grace and tell me everything's going to be okay. Love would show up for me. Love would understand and would acknowledge the small victories. Love would choose sleep over one more episode. Love would tell me that I'm doing the best I can, remind me to put myself first, and give me permission to say no. Love would recognize how far I've come. Love would hold my hand and help me get out of bed. Love would remind me to fuel my body instead of eating what makes me feel like shit. Love would promise me that I am enough, tell me that I'm worthy, and give me courage. Love would not let me fear what other people might think. Love would tell me I'm a fighter, that I'm a badass, and that I can handle anything that comes my way. Love would understand when I cancel plans. Love would see me when I start to get overwhelmed. Love would tell me that I deserve to be loved. Love would never let me shame myself for every little fucking thing. Love would tell me that I'm not alone and would set boundaries and would encourage me to keep going. Love would not judge me. Love would give me gold stars and congratulate me just for showing up. Love would lace up my running shoes and push me out the door. Love would talk me out of that third glass of wine. Love would help me stay on track. Love would let me cry, call me a survivor, and would be sympathetic when I take two steps back. Love would not pressure me. Love would help me to prioritize and show me that I can do this. Love would not call me an idiot. Love would let me see when I'm getting in my own way 
remind me to simplify and tell me to get back up again. Love would teach me to allow my feelings. Love would show me that I'm loved, allow me to be human, and let me know when I'm holding myself back. Love would remind me it wasn't my fault. Love would teach me that I can do hard things, help me reinvent myself, and say that I'm resilient. Love would never tell me that I'm weak. Love would teach me that nothing is perfect. Love would encourage me to speak up for myself, show me how to have my own back, and never tell me to get over it. Love would show me faith, remind me that I'm a great mom, and teach me to forgive. Love would remind me to breathe. Love would not let me question my decisions. Love would allow me to move forward, give me hope, and help me keep living. Love would let me let all the bullshit go. Love would show me empathy when I feel like I'm failing. Love would not yell at me. Love would help me trust myself, ask for help, and protect me from fear. Love would accept me just the way I am. Love would give me hope and hold me when I fall apart and put me back together again. Love would give me something to believe in. Love would remind me to trust my intuition, let me be honest with myself, and love me in my worst times. Love would never tell me I'm a mess. Love would tell me I'm amazing. Love would let me grieve, help me heal, and give me new perspective. Love would not ask me why. Love would apologize. Love would take the time to stare at the ocean, allow me to dream big, and never give up on me. Love would not hold a grudge. Love would listen. Love would read a book on the beach on Sunday morning and take long walks in the sunshine. Love would allow me to be present, tell me I'm safe, and set me free. Love would push me to be bold and encourage me to try new things. Love would talk me down when I panic. Love would take time for friends. Love would help me find my voice, tell me that I matter, and remind me that I have a choice. Love would let me hold my head up high. Love would help me write a new story, and love would be proud of me. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow my blog at mymessylittlelife.com, and you can follow my Messy Little Life podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, take good care. Aloha.